Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. I have a university colleague at the United Church University of Zambia, where I teach in Kitwe, Zambia, whom the students nickname the Living Ancestor. He's not actually as old as the nickname suggests. He is just slightly older than I am, and I don't feel that old myself. But when I ask them, why they call the Reverend Jeremiah Chenge the living ancestor, they said it is because he has taught everybody. He has been a lecturer that long. Reverend Chenge is from Tanzania and has taught at the UCZU for a while. He teaches African church history and some African history courses, and he teaches African theology. But in truth, he has taught most of the lectures at the UCZU sometime in his career. He is a lovely man with a great wit and genuinely affable and amiable personality. We all consult him on anything African that we do not know. The man I would nickname, if any, as living ancestor is either another Tanzanian member of the faculty, Reverend Daniel M. Boy, who is, by comparison, a much younger man with a great sense of history. Or perhaps, if not them, then the Reverend Hastings Munafumbo, the dean, who is really Zambian, with more than a passing acquaintance with Tanzania. More important than whom we would name, it is the idea of a living ancestor for me, someone from the Caribbean, a place without ancestors, as some believe, living or dead. It is fascinating living in the motherland of Africa. I have not really met anyone here of great antiquity. While I have <coughs> been teaching here, thanks to the reality of underdevelopment, life expectancy is not that long. People do not seem to live very long here. I've been to other places that I've only read about, some places only in the Bible, and some places look older than they are. It struck me that one of the reasons we like we in the Caribbean operate as if we are a land without ancestors, is that it is precisely what slavery sought to do to people of African descent. It was to convey to them us that they are a land without ancestors or with no one who was worthy to be an ancestor. In this respect, 
the trip to Africa by aircraft has been a very worthwhile adventure for me. Someone from the Caribbean. I happen to believe that we in the Caribbean should make regular visits to the motherland of Africa and allow our children to make visits to its inner cities and its rural townships, as well as its great cities like Cairo in Egypt or Addis Ababa in Ethiopia or Soweto near Johannesburg in South Africa, Nairobi in Kenya, Dar es Salaam in Tanzania and Kinshasa in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. When I flew Ethiopian Airlines and flew over some places and saw the names printed on the map for, from the provided from the one provided by the airline, I had a sense of now let us thy servant depart in peace, like Simeon, what is called the Nunc Dimittis in the New Testament. When I drive along the roadway, it is not always as picturesque and romantic. It struck me that it would be a good place for our children and grandchildren if we could take them on a road trip across the motherland of Africa. However, the truth be told, that day is not far away. And already this most underrated continent is beginning to have its homecoming. It struck me also, it is what would happen that day, its reality, is if we begin to share stories of our ancestors, the gaps to be overcome to bring that day are our lack of knowledge of the continent itself, its heroes and its heroines, and our wider or underdeveloped love of ourselves as a people. It is our lack of the belief that we are worthy of the self-love and the affection that tell stories of our greatness. The next great generation of tourists are going to be black young people from spaces like the Caribbean and from spaces like Latin America, eager to discover for themselves. It actually is expensive, but when compared with the consumer durables from shopping spaces in the West that we consume, tourism of the motherland does not cost that much. The land is vast and pretty, and for the most part, green and fertile. People are us, friendly, good-looking, non-violent, with a warm smile, very hospitable indeed. There is a lot of spaces to settle in, with internet everywhere. If we wanted to, we could make it a home. I was driving through the Democratic Republic of the Congo recently. I sat with some young men and it struck me how close to home it looked and it could become. The solutions of Africa, if solutions are needed at all, are up to us. The generation of the children of the 
of those who struggled, travel for us in the Caribbean, need to go east rather than north. There is a lot of water, fruits, animals, and rocks, and metals below the surface of the earth, gold, diamond, cobalt, copper, uranium. It is the closest thing on earth to paradise. There are things one understands about oneself as one gets older. When one looks into the eyes of the African youth, when you go here, go there, you see what a monstrous crime slavery was and how it disoriented people. Because of the displacement of our people, they must be greatly disoriented. It struck me that we are in fact living ancestors. The self-doubt that we demonstrate would be overcome if we saw ourselves in the motherland of Africa as living ancestors. This past week on May 25th was Africa Freedom Day. It was a public holiday, a bank holiday. Most people just stayed at home. We, the members of the African diaspora, never came to visit. Next year, May 25th, let us make it a real holiday. Zambia is one place to come. At least it is a public holiday in Zambia. We can get them to open their museums and public attractions so that we can come and enjoy them. The people in the two-thirds world, of which Africans are among the largest numbers, know how to put fun in a holiday. Let us construct a, pro a project to add some festivities to Africa Freedom Day, May 5th, 2023. The world will follow us. They usually do. Anyway, amen. <laughs>